Welcome to the Man Up Podcast. I'm Winston Wolf. I solve problems. A spiritual oasis for men. We're not pastors, just regular guys. Put that coffee down. Coffee's for closers only. So, for the uncommon man, created by equally uncommon men, this is Man Up. Everybody, yes, this is the Man you. Up Podcast. We have a full group in here today. <clears throat> Probably going to be an abbreviated one. What a way to get onto iTunes, huh? I guess we're going to give everybody a just a small sample. And if you are listening to us on iTunes, give you a brief little introduction. Uh, this is Man Up, <clears throat> the Man Up that is from Sugarland Baptist Church in Sugarland, Texas, which is outside of Houston. What we do is we have a Facebook page. We also have a Sunday school class that is men only. We're not pastors. We're just regular guys trying to make our lives better. This is an oasis for spirituality, Christian leadership, and encouragement for men. So if you're finding us on iTunes, welcome. We have, we've recorded 20... Three. This will be five. I this think. is twenty-five. Uh, third grade this, math was always yes, a challenge for me. But we're glad that you're listening to us. We are on SoundCloud, is where we have a bunch of them stored up in case we all decided to go on vacation. But what I want to do is I want to introduce the panel. What we do is we have a Sunday school lesson that we go through, and this one, the guy that we're into, is called to serve. We go through the lesson on Sunday, and then we go deeper into the lesson during the podcast on Wednesday night. We also have a Facebook page at Man-Up, Man Up, in case you want to post any questions so you can go ahead and have them answered by the panel on Wednesday night. And I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to introduce the panel first, and then I'll let them go ahead and talk about their impression of the lesson. I'm going to go ahead and start with... Uh, our risk manager, he's also our deacon of our class, Mr. Kyle Trahan. And then next, Robert Koshu, happens to be a uh, world-class trainer. We call him the professor. We have a lawyer in here in case everybody, anybody gets in trouble. He's also a prosecutor, so he so, might put us away. I was about to get You got to face it. We call, we call him the judge. That's Michael Cropper. We also have a intellectual. Uh, he's a policy writer, but he's a gambler, too. <laughs> professional gambler. Mr. Steve Tisch. My name is Bill Cox. Basically, uh, I'm just a director. I'm just a sales slug. But I love the Lord, and I love being a part of the Man Up community. So I'm going to go ahead, and we're going to go around the room, let you listen to these guys so you can tell who they are, let them give their impression of the lesson. Go ahead, and we'll start with Mr. Steve Titch. Uh, this is Steve, yes. Uh, I guess we, uh, we were start doing spiritual gifts out of uh, 1 Corinthians, correct me if that's right. Yeah, that's we're exactly right. what we did. Because, because of the Harvey, we kind of got a little... Uh, but we're, um, it's, this, is a great, this is a great lesson. Um, in fact, uh, without tell, taking, talking too much out of school, uh, Bill and I are, are kind of doing an earlier class with our, our pastor of education. We found out that in one, you know, not all the time in church do they do 
spiritual gift. I didn't know that either. Yeah. <laughs> and so uh, these is um, and 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 I've talked in the past about um, uh, in with men. Um, it's and leadership. Uh, a good trait of leadership is to be able to match people, uh, match tasks, mask, match people's jobs, tasks, jobs to their gifts, and, and give them something to to succeed at. That's how I'll open. So, uh, and then that's part of that's part of man and mm-hmm. being man leadership. Absolutely, uh, the judge Michael Cropper. Right. Yes, hi everyone. Uh, we are looking at lesson that as Steve talked about. Looking at spiritual gifts with individuals. Uh, folks, all of you know, people around you are different. Okay? Not, and then what we do, we've got to get into this. Everybody around us is different, and if we work at the same jobs, usually we try to work together and promote our company, not promote ourselves. If right. we've got any type of ethics and morale and everything. Well, the same thing with, with, with the gifts. God, when you come to know Jesus as your Lord, uh, you become a part of the body of Christ. The body of Christ has many members and all of us are different. And we are given special things, endowments, the lesson calls, uh, that, that make us fit into the body of Christ and that promote the body of Christ. So we ourselves, in the gift of whatever we have, whether it's teaching ministry or, or um, servicing other people, other members of the body, we are to do those gifts to better our fellow members of the church and not to be proud that we are endowed with some incredible gifts that make us above our fellow members. And that's pretty much what the lesson is about. We're going to look at that hopefully a little closer. Agreed. And someone that probably uh, recognizes and utilizes it more, uh, the professor, Robert Koshu. Yeah, I, hello. Uh, glad to be back. This is really, this is an, always an interesting study because in... Baptist circles, we tend to kind of put the gifts aside. We don't want to tie, especially some of those. You know, we don't want to talk about those. But one one sentence, and I, I I really thought this was an intriguing sentence, and it really kind of goes with what Steve and Mike both said. And it's actually from the book, and we're out of Connect 360. And the very first sentence in the introduction said, "The New Testament is not a research paper developed in a library." God inspired writers to address real issues and problems in a church. And it's one of those, we want to make the spiritual gifts, we want to make it an exercise. You know, to figure out, do we have that? Do we not? Do we have this? And the reality of it is, they're there for us to discover and they're for us to utilize. And so it's a real problem with a real issue, not an academic exercise for us. Absolutely. That puts us somewhere good to look at. That's right. And uh, our deacon who broke out his deacon book when we were going through this lesson, Mr. Kyle Trahan. Oh, and I'm so disappointed I ran out this morning. It's sitting on my desk at the house. Oh, I didn't have time. I was yeah, just looking it up to see. Like I said, we're I regular guys. It's like a pull up a list, so I'm looking for it. Uh, but yeah, when, I, uh, when I, I got my first deacon book, um, you know, you're flipping through it, you know, your first 20 minutes while somebody's talking up in the front and, you know one of the whole tabs is under spiritual gifts and so they have this wonderful list with the descriptions and a couple of exercises for you uh, to go through to kind of try and find out or hone what you have uh, as far as that because you know we're all given different gifts as you know uh, one of you guys pointed out we're all different um, 
You know, so we all bring different things to the table and the different abilities. Um, it's finding those and, and trying to hone them so that we're useful with them. And I really like what uh, what all of the fellows have said, and especially what Steve said. As far as, far as men go, and this is this is a man up. It's directed to men. We recognize that each of us are leaders in our sphere of influence, whether you take that mantle or not. Because you are a man, you are looked up to be a leader and effective leadership is putting the right cog in the right place. So, and with that. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to read the scripture of what we are talking about, and then we'll have further discussion. This is from 1 Corinthians 12, 4 through 13, and then we're going to skip to 27 through 31. There are different kinds of gifts, but the same Spirit. There are different kinds of service, but the same Lord. There are different kinds of working, but the same God works all of them in all men. Now, to each one, the manifestation of the Spirit is given for the common good. To one, there is given through the Spirit the message of wisdom. To another, the message of knowledge by means of the same Spirit. To another, faith by the same Spirit. To another, gifts of healing by that one Spirit. To another, miraculous powers. To another, prophecy. To another, distinguishing between spirits. To another, speaking in different kinds of tongues. And to still another, the interpretation of tongues. All these are the work of one and the same Spirit, and he gives them to each one, just as he determines. The body is a unit, though it is made up of many parts, and though all its parts are many, they form one body. So it is with Christ. For we were all baptized by one Spirit into one body, whether Jews or Greeks, slave or free, and we were all given to one Spirit to drink. Now you are the body of Christ, and each one of you is a part of it. And in the church, God is appointed first of all apostles, second prophets, third teachers, then workers of miracles, also those of having gifts of healing, those able to help others, those with gifts of administration, those speaking in different kinds of tongues. Are all apostles? Are all prophets? Are all teachers? Do all work miracles? Do all have gifts of healing? Do all speak in tongues? Do all interpret? But eagerly desire the greater gifts. And now I will show you the most excellent way. What I'm struck with is the fact that when you, you ha each person is gifted. All you have to do is find it. And many times, if you look at a person's vocation, you can, you can find it tilted towards that being their natural gift. But they have to find it, and then after they find it, it's important for them to develop it. Mm -hmm. and, and that was something, you know, we've continually talked about the need that mm -hmm. the spiritual walk in our soul is, a, is just like a muscle. We have to exercise it. And the more we exercise our spiritual life and our spiritual gifts the more able we are to actually use them. And I think that's one thing, you know, with the gifts we have to do in addition to figuring out what our gifts are, is we have to learn how to use them. How do, how do gifts differ, differ versus ability? What you just said. I it, think it gift, like gifts are We didn't things, talk about that, and I want to bring that up. Um, gifts are things that God innately gives us. Abilities are more things that we develop around the gifts, I think. Okay. Abilities are things... So, for example, you may be gifted as a prophet. 
Okay, that means you have the ability to speak the Word of God. Mm -hmm. The ability to speak in public is mm -hmm. something that you can go and work on that helps you enhance your gift. But the gift of being able to share is something you have. Well, I took I took the spiritual gifts, and my wife makes fun of me. And not that we always talk about women in here, but well, I'll go ahead and just bring this up. I took a test. I took a test. I'm very high in encouragement, and I'm low in mercy. And my wife says that I'll encourage people to do anything, but I'll have no mercy on them if they fail. <laughs> well, the very fact that you named this class Man Up ought to tell us. Yeah, what you're yeah, well, that's right. But it is. It's, it's that, okay, so if you have the gift of, gift of discernment, okay, some of discernment can be counseling. Okay? Yes. So do you go develop the skills to counsel people to enhance or help your gift of discernment. Uh, well, I think, it come, I think it comes out. I think they're connected. Oh, they um, are. Most definitely. I, I think, but and and and, and so so and, and I'll be more. I'll be. I'll be. I'll get. I'll get beyond kind of gift of teaching, um, which I am not a teacher. It, it's more of an avocation. I do it here because I enjoy it and I get good feedback as to mm -hmm. apparently I'm good at it. Uh, and so I, you know, we do we do the we do the ministers, uh, you know, how to do it better cl class. Uh, you know, we read about it. We 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 continually. I, I continually try to work at things. You know, trying new things, trying things that work. But it, if I if I, I think because the gift, the abilities come with the gift. I guess what I'm saying, mm -hmm. uh, the or or at least the rudimentary abilities come with the gift. Speaking now as a writer, I could always write well. I always enjoyed reading. I always enjoyed using words, uh, putting them together. I could always write in complete sentences. I don't always talk in complete sentences, but I write in complete sentences, and and um, so uh, and 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 I had teachers along the way who cultivated that. Uh, that gift, that talent. Um, if, if I if I switch a bit, what 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 I found personally great about this passage, uh, since becoming a Christian, it says you don't have to do everything. You don't have to be great at everything. Mm -hmm. uh, no, I and, agree with that. And what's, yes. what's even better, and this is this is what kind of, and I think churches fall into this uh, a bit. Um, when when I became a Christian, I wanted to do everything, and I kind of got involved in things I pro, you know in trying to do things I, I did not have the gifts for, mm -hmm. and uh, and it really took a little bit of spiritual development to realize, hey, I shouldn't even be doing that. That's only going to frustrate me, and that helped me pretty much focus my energies where my energies do their their most good. Um, so uh, it's. That's also the the important. Everybody has a role, and I think the more you work at developing your gift, the, the, those you'll you'll be able to spot the opportunities. That those opportunities will arrive because not everybody is going to have your gift. You're going. You might be unique among a group. I think one thing about that gift, having the gift, using that gift, it gives you the stamina 
to continue on if you're not being successful because you have you recognize this gift whereas if you're like what Steve said if you're trying to do something that you're not particularly gifted at you won't have the stamina to see it through the difficult times right well it's not, it's not just the stamina it's the just innate satisfaction so for example I teach our young people, our students. Now, notice right. how I said that. Young people, students. Right. Sixth grade to 12th grade. I, for a time, did children's ministry. God bless the people that love to do that. I, I did it. I did it as a service because my children were in it. But right. the minute my youngest child graduated out where he didn't go to children's church and have to be in that part, I was done with it. Right. And, yeah. and you couldn't pay me to do it. Now you right. can you can you can get me to go on a youth trip or do a youth function any day of the week, mm-hmm. but and I think that's you know recognizing you know there is no way I won't even approach oh, children. Yeah. Well, and I think we all have uh, stories of this. Oh, like yes. uh, like when I come into church, one of the first people I see is Kyle. Kyle is on the welcome team. He's at the door shaking hands. You could not pay me. To be in the choir. You couldn't pay me enough to sing in the choir. However, well, I'm up there. I run the soundboard. I'll run camera. I'll, I'll make yeah, sure yeah. that everybody can hear the choir. Everybody else sounds great. And, and everybody and will sound great. And, 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 and I'll even give a refer. Right, right. This goes also uh, you know, with your past. You've been a disc jockey for years and you must have enjoyed the heck out of that being in front of people. Well, and that's right. And the tech and helping people that have the gift to stand up there and sing or to preach to make them sound great and so everybody can hear it. Yeah, that is part of that that is part of my my giftedness just as much as Kyle standing at the door. He obviously enjoys it because he knows everybody that comes through the door. That's part of his gift, mm-hmm. you know. Absolutely. And I don't I, know, Kyle. Do you like doing that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good. Good. Yeah. No, this is, it's just kind of the sales <laughs> part of the part of deacon. Well, you know? and that, that is actually it, it, a gift. It's well, hospitality, and it, yeah. it is one of those things. I mean, you say I know everybody. Well, I certainly don't. Uh, there's a, a young lady like that's been coming in, uh, you know, probably in her 30s or whatever. Always comes in by herself. I've right. never, I've seen her talk to people when she comes in, but always by herself. When she come in uh, this past week, her name is Allison. I had no idea. I said, you know, you've been coming in my door probably six months or more. Right. You know, and it's, we should know. You know, most people know me. I'm wearing a name tag most of the time. Right. You know, I, right. actually, this is work one, but they're all magnetic. I can pop this one off and slap the, <laughs> slap the, church, slap the church on. Quick change. You know, All change your over. shirts have the underlying magnet of They should. Right. You open but, a box and every morning with the different, right, different magnets. Yeah. <laughs> like cufflinks. Right. Uh, <laughs> who am I today? Right. right exactly. Yeah. Now what you're saying, all of this fits together. Because if I wanted to, according to the lesson, folks, what, how we got into this lesson was the Corinthian church who Paul addresses in here, they were all bragging about their gift being more important than others. We could say Kyle's gift is more important than Bill's running the camera because we don't see him. But it's not true. 
It's okay. just not true. All the gifts, no matter what they are, all fit together so that we form one body yeah, and we work together. And I think that's maturity in the faith. And that's one thing about men. And the, the big thing about this class, and any of you men out there listening, is this. If you're awesome, you can say it. Say it in this class. Say you're awesome because we work hard, we study hard to be awesome. We go to college, we do our best in our sports to be awesome. And then you get married and your wife says, now, now, don't get full of yourself. For one hour, you get to say and you get to be awesome right here with Man Up. And that's what it's about. It's being the leader. It's being the one that is setting the example and standing up and manning up. Well, and there, there's another part of this. Is as a leader, th there's two pieces of this. Number one, leaders are great when they celebrate diversity within their team. And the leader's job is to broker the gifts out. Absolutely. To make sure that people are fitting in the right places. To find the people that can teach. Right. The people that are willing to lead. The people that can be at the door. The people that can run sound. The guy that's right. willing to go hang out with young people. Yeah, and that, that is a time. really, that is an undersung job. Because that's an oh. administrative job. And, and you know, churches don't fall apart because of big no. doctrinal arguments. Usually they not. fall apart because they have somebody in that position, I'm, I'm being really critical here, who doesn't take the time. Oh, well, Kyle's here every week. Let's, let's assign them to do greeting. Let's assign them to print the bulletins. Let's assign... Right. They, they, they go and this, they go to the, the guy... The, maybe he's an... The, he or she... They'll burn them out. The 2% that does... Of the and, that does 80% of the work. And, right. Um, that way in every business. Yeah. And, every, and the uh, 80 homeowners board. We have seven volunteers. <laughs> volunteers. It's called the board. We have 1,600 homes. Um, right. We have seven people that show up religiously. Mm -hmm. Right. Wow. You know, so it's, it's always going to be that and, way. And I, I've, been, I've been in churches where... There wasn't much thought given to who, why are we, why, why are we putting that person in that particular role right. when we all, well, and, you know, because then we'll talk about, hey, he can't do it, what he she can't do it. Um, well, they shouldn't be in it, <laughs> and and yes. and, mm -hmm. and you don't you don't want that a church. I mean, especially doesn't want that. You want somebody. You want you want to put. The people in anywhere where they will succeed, because that keeps that that engenders good feelings. It mm -hmm. uh, uh, it 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 keeps people activated because you do when you're doing something you don't like you burn out faster. Absolutely, you can, you can because you're frustrated. Yes, I, I hate doing it. Even when you're doing something you love, you you can burn out. But there, you, you you there's a you by doing it, you know there are paths to renewal. That's uh, and and that is. Um, I mean, that's almost as bad as having the type of argument they were having in Corinth at the time. Oh, well, I'm better than you. I'm better than you. Yeah, I'm right, more right. important than you. Um, everybody's important. And, and, and so it's finding that role and then making sure they feel affirmed in that role. Well, and I think a lot of people miss the point. Church, as in life, is a lot like a stone hitting the water. And you're the leader, you're the man, you're hitting the water. You have circle of influences that are small like rings, they're bigger rings, they're bigger rings, they're bigger rings. 
also, what you've got to understand, the farther away that ring is, you need to be content with the fact that you not, aren't necessarily having a lot of influence in that. Have Be able to discern what your area of influence is and be effective in that area. And everything will work better together. One, I, I, had a, I had a boss one time who was just awesome. And he told me, the most effective leaders don't really lead. And I never forgot that. And he's absolutely correct. And he went on to further say, you put the right people in the place around him. And then you get out of the way. And you get out of the way the and let them do their jobs. Absolutely. And they, you will be a more effective leader than one who is out there dragging the mule. Well, well, and, and I like to say at my office when we do manager training, because the managers will come in, oh, I'm going to be a better manager. You don't need to be a manager. Well, you need to be a leader. You find the right people, you put them in the job, you get out of the way to do the job. And they're like, we'll have to manage them. I said, no. When you have to manage them, you manage them. You manage them out the door because that means you have an employee in a bad job fit. And if you can't retrain them and fix them, then you manage them out. Leadership is, like you said, it's about putting the right people in the right place. And then I want to hit something real quick that Steve said. Steve said the leader's job is to put the right people, and then he kind of threw it out and affirmed them. And the affirming them is almost as important as putting them in the right place Oh, absolutely. I absolutely because agree. Because a lot of people who do good jobs, they don't get told they do a good job. Mm-hmm. And, matter of fact, it's a meme that went around on Facebook a while back. You know, I work at this really awesome place where if you do a really good job, you get to do other people's job, too. <laughs> I saw because, that. Right. <laughs> because, because what happens if right. you do a really good job... Oh, well, Robert's going to get it done. We'll get that project to Robert. Well, oh, Robert, he, get it done. We'll get that one to Robert. And all of a sudden, Robert's doing 30 projects, mm-hmm. and Joe over here is doing two projects. Well, I, I, and, and here's, yeah, here's the thing, and kind of because of the social uh, uh, media uh, complex of what's going on, you do something right, two people will pass your name on. If you do something wrong, 2,200 people will pass your name on so and they'll retweet it. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to go ahead and we're going to uh, wind this one up real quick. Typically, our podcasts go about an hour, but we're in this uh, leadership uh, session, and so we're going to—we're just giving you a taste on iTunes of what the man up is. Uh, Super about. quick, I'm going to give a little props to our executive pastor, missions minister, education minister. What else is he doing now? <laughs> Chris oh, Curran. Chris Curran. Curran. Yeah. 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 No, oh, he's doing. He, but Chris is but, but Chris Curran. Uh, I glanced through the pamphlet that you guys had tonight, and mm-hmm. I saw some really cool stuff in there about adult learning and how adults learn that, that gets my seal of approval. Oh, I, really? Okay. Yeah, I, I saw formative, formative, formative assessment, formative evaluation, and right. active learning. Those are terms that we throw about in learning and development world all the time now. I was very impressed. Okay, I'm professionally, I was impressed. I'm professionally trained. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> well, we're going to go around the room one more time and just give some final thoughts. And uh, 
I like to mix it up a little bit, so I'm going to start and go backwards. I'm going to go with our deacon, Kyle Trahan. Final thoughts. Well, you know, uh, actually Steve mentioned it, that, uh, you know, the letters to the people there in Corinth, and their problem was, was, you know, they wanted to be everything. I want to be the best at it all. And, you know, we just have to remember that when you're trying to find and hone spiritual gifts, that's not what it's about. It's about finding, and we've said this throughout the whole thing here, of, you know, it's finding what's right for you what your strengths are and play to it, go to it, encourage it. And, you know, that goes for the rest of us, you know, that encourage, if you see something in somebody, we don't have to tell Bill he's an encourager, he already knows that. But if you see that in someone else, you know, encourage it, like you said just mm -hmm. a second ago, giving that positive feedback really does so much for the human. Professor? Find your gift and exercise it and use it. It's simple as that. It really is. Do one of the inventories Bill talked about. There, there are all kinds of things out there to explore and find your gifts. Start with this passage. They're also listed in Rome. There's another list in Romans, another list in First Peter, and kind of put them all together. They develop a full list of what God intends for us to use. And use those lists and find your gift and develop it and use it every day. Judge? Same thing also. I, I encourage you to do that. If you're a new Christian, if you're new to the body of Christ, uh, Bill always says go find a church that teaches the Bible and get into it and get active. Um, if you want to be out in front of people and God starts you off behind the scenes, whether it's working in the kitchen or helping with the children, do that. And, if, and, and, and find what is good for you. And do it well. And if you do, you'll get out in front of people. The Lord will make darn sure He moves you into a position where either you teach or you help people and you're in front of people. Excellent. I, I guess I'll, I'll just drive that home. And, and you can find the list probably on the internet. There are scores of books about this. You can look through. I, I was looking up the chapter and verse, but I do not have it. But we, some of it is mentioned in Corinthians. Nonetheless, um, if, yeah, if you, especially if you're a new Christian and you're looking, well, what do I do now? Um, if you're at a church of either 50 or even, you know, a church of 1,000 uh, or more, chances are there's somewhere where your spiritual gifts can be applied. Uh, I'm guaranteed these are all, these are mostly volunteer organizations. You'll, you'll find it. So that's maybe your next step uh, uh, to, to identify where where. What the Lord, what gift the Lord has given you, and if you've got an inkling, how you can develop it and fit it into uh, your your life of faith. And and I'd like to expand on that a little bit. Uh, <clears throat> this filling your your soul, exercising the spiritual gifts that God has uniquely given you will fill your soul. And although the soul is an organ, it seasons how your heart, your mind, and then ultimately your hands and your feet act. It will absolutely change your life. Thanks so much for tuning in. This is the Man Up Podcast. If you aren't in a man, men's Bible, uh, adult Bible fellowship, and they don't have one, go ahead and start one. From Sugarland, Texas? <laughs> That's right. This is Man Up. We'll see you next week. 
You've been listening to Man Up. You want answers. I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. Dedicated to the uncommon man, created by equally uncommon men. If I were the man I was five years ago, I'd take a flamethrower to this place. You can contact us on Facebook under Man-Up. Post questions and we'll answer them right here on the Man Up Podcast.